Welcome to Wikibytes, a podcast to provide you with small and digestible bites of useless yet somewhat useful information from the depths of Wikipedia. Sit back and enjoy the content. Episode 23, Moon Landing Conspiracy Theories. Welcome to today's episode, albeit a controversial one. I will be discussing the Apollo moon landing and the conspiracies that have been claimed and rebutted. There is a substantial amount of content in the Wikipedia page, as well as images to support the hoaxes. As a result, I will be culling the information down for ease of listening. As always, the Wikipedia page will be linked in the show notes to have a deeper dive next time you have 10 minutes while you're sitting on the toilet. Moon landing conspiracy theories claim that some or all elements of the Apollo program and the associated moon landings were hoaxes staged by NASA, possibly with the aid of other organizations. The most notable claim is that the six crewed landings from 1969 to 1972 were faked, and that 12 Apollo astronauts did not actually walk on the moon. Various groups and individuals have made claims since the mid-1970s that NASA and others knowingly misled the public into believing the landings happened by manufacturing, tampering with, or destroying evidence including photos, telemetry tapes, radio and TV transmissions, as well as moon rock samples. The conspiracy theories have sustained public interest for more than 40 years. Opinion polls taken in various locations have shown that between 6 and 20% of Americans, 25% of Britons, and 28% of Russians surveyed believe that the crew landings were faked. Even as late as 2001, the Fox Television Network documentary Conspiracy Theory, Did We Land on the Moon, claimed NASA faked the first landing in 1969 to win the space race. Those who believe the moon landings were faked give several theories about the motives of NASA and the United States government. The three main theories will now be addressed. Space Race Motivation for the United States to engage the Soviet Union in a space race can be traced to the then ongoing Cold War. Landing on the moon was viewed as a national and technological accomplishment that would generate worldwide acclaim, but going to the moon would be risky and expensive as exemplified by President John F. Kennedy, famously stating in a 1962 speech that the United States chose to go because it was hard. Hoax theory debunker Phil Plait says in his 2002 book Bad Astronomy that the Soviets, with their own competing moon program, an extensive intelligence network, and a formidable scientific community able to analyse NASA data, would have cried foul if the United States had tried to fake a moon landing, especially since their own program had failed. Proving a hoax would have been a huge propaganda win for the Soviets. NASA Funding and Prestige Conspiracy theorists claim that NASA faked the landings to avoid humiliation and to ensure that it continued to get funding. NASA raised about US $30 billion to go to the moon and it was claimed that this could have been used to pay off many people. Since most conspiracists believed that sending men to the moon was impossible at the time, they argued that landings had to be faked to fulfil Kennedy's 1961 goal before this decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the Earth. In fact, NASA accounted for the cost of the Apollo mission to the US Congress in 1973, totaling $25.4 billion. The Vietnam War 
The American Patriot Friends Network claimed in 2009 that the landings helped the United States government distract public attention from the unpopular Vietnam War, and so crude landings suddenly ended about the same time that the United States ended its involvement in the war. So we have some theories about the motives of NASA and the US government, but what are the hoaxes and claims? Many moon landing conspiracy theories have been put forward, claiming either that the landings did not happen and that NASA employees have lied, or that the landings did happen but not in the way that has been told. Conspiracists have focused on perceived gaps or inconsistencies in the historical record of the missions. The foremost idea is that the whole crewed landing program was a hoax from start to end. Some claim that the technology to send men to the moon was lacking, or that Van Allen radiation belts, solar flares, solar wind, coronal mass injections, and cosmic rays made such a trip impossible. Rebuttal and myth debunkers have argued that the number of conspirators involved alone was enough to prove that these were not a hoax. The conspiracy would have had to have involved more than 400,000 people who worked on the Apollo project for nearly 10 years, the 12 men who walked on the moon, the six others who flew with them as command module pilots, and another six astronauts who orbited the moon. Hundreds of thousands of people, including astronauts, scientists, engineers, technicians, and skilled laborers, would have had to have kept their secret. To date, nobody from the United States government or NASA linked to the Apollo program has said the moon landings were hoaxes. Photographic and film oddities. Moon landing conspiracists focus heavily on NASA photos. They point to oddities in photos and films taken on the moon. Photography experts, including those unrelated to NASA, have replied that the oddities are consistent with what should be expected from a real moon landing, and are not consistent with tweaked or studio imagery. Here are just a few examples. The quality of the photographs is implausibly high. In fact, there were many poor quality photos taken by the Apollo astronauts. NASA chose only to publish the best examples. The angle and colour of shadows are inconsistent. This suggests that artificial lights were used. Shadows on the moon are complicated by reflected light, uneven ground, wide-angle lenses, distortion, and lunar dust. There are several light sources, the sun, sunlight reflected from the Earth, sunlight reflected from the moon's surface, and sunlight reflected from the astronauts and the lunar module. There are identical backgrounds in photos which, according to their captions, were taken miles apart. This suggests that a painted background was used. Backgrounds were not identical, just similar. What appears as nearby hills in some photos are actually mountains many miles away. On Earth, objects that are further away will appear fainter and less detailed. On the moon, there is no atmosphere or haze to obscure faraway objects. Thus, they appear clearer and nearer. Furthermore, there are very few objects such as trees to help judge distance. A question commonly posed is who filmed Neil Armstrong stepping onto the moon? And unfortunately, the answer is shockingly simple. Cameras on the lunar module did. The Apollo TV camera mounted to the Apollo lunar module gave a view from the exterior. The environment. The film in the cameras would have been fogged by radiation. The film was in fact kept in metal containers that stopped radiation from fogging the film's emulsion. Furthermore, film carried by uncrewed lunar probes such as the Lunar Orbiter and Lunar 3, which all used onboard film development processes, 
was not fogged. The moon surface during the daytime is so hot that camera film would have melted. There is no atmosphere to efficiently bind lunar surface heat to devices, such as cameras, that are not in direct contact with it. In a vacuum, only radiation remains as a heat transfer mechanism. Film was not in direct sunlight, so it was not overheated. The Apollo 16 crew could not have survived a big solar flare firing out when they were on their way to the moon. No large solar flare occurred during the flight of Apollo 16. There were large solar flares in August 1972, after Apollo 16 returned to Earth and before the flight of Apollo 17. The flag placed on the surface by the astronauts fluttered, despite there being no wind on the moon. This suggested that it was filmed on Earth and a breeze caused the flag to flutter. The flag was fastened to a rod so they did not hang down. The flag only seemed to flutter when the astronauts were moving into position. Without air drag, these movements caused the free corner of the flag to swing like a pendulum for some time. Footprints in the moon dust are unexpectedly well preserved despite the lack of moisture. Moon dust has not been weathered like Earth and has sharp edges. This allows dust particles to stick together and hold their shape in a vacuum. The astronauts likened it to talcum powder or wet sand. Mechanical issues. The lunar modules made no blast craters or any sign of a dust scatter. No crater should be expected. The 4,500 kilo thrust descent propulsion system was throttled very far down during the final landing. The lunar module was no longer quickly decelerating, so the descent engine only had to support the lander's own weight, which was lessened by the moon's gravity, and by the near exhaustion of the descent propellants at landing, the engine thrust divided by the nozzle exit area is only about 1.5 psi. The second stage of the launch rocket, or the lunar module ascent stage, or both, made no visible flame. The lunar modules used Aerozyne 50 fuel and dinitrogen tetroxide oxidizer, propellants chosen for simplicity and reliability. They ignite hypergolically upon contact without the need for a spark. These propellants produce a nearly transparent exhaust. Additionally, rocket engines often run rich to slow internal corrosion. On Earth, the excess fuel burns in contact with atmospheric oxygen, enhancing the visible flame. This cannot happen in a vacuum. Lastly, transmissions. There should have been more than a two-second delay in communications between Earth and the Moon at a distance of 400,000 kilometres. The round-trip light travel time of more than two seconds is apparent in all the real-time recordings of the lunar audio, but this does not always appear as expected. There may also be some documentary films where the delay has been edited out. Reasons for editing the audio may be time constraints or in the interest of clarity. So with all these theories and hoaxes and myths to be debunked, NASA naturally released a response. In June 1977, NASA issued a fact sheet responding to recent claims that the Apollo moon landings had been hoaxed. The fact sheet is particularly blunt and regards the idea of faking the moon landings to be preposterous and outlandish. NASA refers to the rocks and particles collected from the moon as being evidence of the program's legitimacy, as they claim that these rocks could not have been formed under conditions on Earth. 
NASA also notes that the, all of the operations and phases of the Apollo program were closely followed and under scrutiny of the news media, from liftoff to splashdown. NASA responds to Bill Casing's book, We Never Went to the Moon, by identifying one of his claims of fraud regarding the lack of crater left on the moon's surface by the landing of the lunar module, and refuting it with facts about the soil and cohesive nature of the surface of the moon. The fact sheet was reissued on February 14, 2001, the day before Fox Television's broadcast of Conspiracy Theory, Did We Land on the Moon? The documentary reinvigorated the public's interest in conspiracy theories and the possibility that the moon landings were faked, which has provoked NASA to once again defend its name. So there you have it. Were the moon landings a big hoax or did they really happen? I will leave that one up to you. As mentioned at the start of the episode, there has been a lot of content removed from this episode to allow for a reasonably quick delve into the subject. So if this is something that interests you, please follow the links in the show notes. This concludes today's episode. As always, there is a Wikipedia link to today's topic in the show notes. I hope that you enjoyed the episode today, and I ask that you leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to the podcast. Please share this episode and previous episodes with your friends, family, and anyone that will listen. Thank you all for the continual support.